And now, a carriage approaches to take you into the boundless realm of the supernatural. Take your loved ones by the hand, please, and kindly watch your step. Oh, yes, and no flash pictures, please. We spirits are frightfully sensitive to bright lights. Do not pull down on the safety bar, please. I will lower it for you. And heed this warning. The spirits will materialize only if you remain quietly seated at all times. Ooh, it is I, Count Cameron, and I'm joined with my friend... Frank and Chad's monster. I like that. I am spooky and put together of depression and other people's parts. And it's time for another E3 spooktacular. My penis is a horse's. Ooh. Oh, we're doing, we can do the E3 thing too. Ooh. No, that's still relevant. <laughs> okay, huh. so I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this Google recap thing again and not get a shitty site that wants me to disable my ad block. Did you see the ending of Avengers Endgame? I did. I love this picture where there's a website and it says, it looks like you're using an ad block. Will you turn it off? And then it cuts to Captain America and he's like old and he's like, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> uh, that sums up things pretty well. Uh, how was your week, Chad? It's been pretty busy. I had, to, I had to work late today. I had to show an electrician around because there's stuff that needed to be fixed. But I don't know anything about electricians. And so he's like, oh, I could fix it this way or this way. And I'm just like, I don't know, dude. Whatever one suits floats your boat. That sounds fun. That's all right. All right. I'm eating two-year-old candy. I'm sorry, you're, you're eating candy that's two years old? Or did you steal candy from a child? No, no, no. The candy's two years old. Oh. Thereabouts. For the listeners that follow both this and comics podcast, I still have some of my roommate's old candy left. I'm almost done with it. I'm probably going to finish it tonight on the show, which is going to be really fun when I edit out all my eating. But This is a, this is the end of a saga. It is. I haven't gotten sick off it either. It's it's interesting because, um, I mean, you, you've been doing the comics podcast for a while, even if the name changed. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this. This is what, episode 84? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and this whole time you've had your roommate's chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's really gay of you. I know, it is. It's going it's not straight even to your like thighs. chocolate, chocolate. It's 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 the white chocolate kind. Oh, that's not chocolate. I know, but it's easier to just call it white chocolate. Than yeah, it is. Fuck it is. I mean, it it's is chocolate. Kind of... They just take like the no, cocoa it's, out. It's not. That's cocoa's the part that makes it chocolate. <laughs> it's mm. kind of like it's kind of like how peanuts aren't nuts, but it's mm-hmm. like you know what? Just I'm not gonna call them pea plantains or whatever. Legumes. I'll take a a pea legume butter sandwich, please. And then the guy punches you in the. Th- <laughs> ah, so. What are we looking at here? I'm I'm trying to trying to quickly recap E3. So, anyways, E3 I wanna I wanted to talk about E3 because it's kind of it's topical, and I feel like our interests kind of overlap with that. Even though, like, you don't play a lot of games. No, not really. But you kind of you like games. Holy shit, there's so many 
remakes coming to the Nintendo Switch, like, pretty much all of this is just like, this is coming to the Switch now. And I'm like, that's cool, I don't have that yet, and I have access to a Switch, so maybe I will get it. So yeah, there's a weird, uh, there's a weird vibe this year. Um, E3 used to be fun because it was the only time of the year where you'd get, like, a huge news dump. Right. At some point, um... The, the huge news dump wasn't big enough, so it's a, well, we have to wow them. And that's when the fun became the cringe compilations. <laughs> now, at some point after the cringe compilation phase, we got into this area where these companies realized, wait, why are we competing and talking over each other? Let's just do our own announcement on our terms. So yeah. then companies start pulling out. Nintendo pulls out E 3 Nintendo, no, Sony pulls out E 3 Um, like... <laughs> and then we've gotten to this point where I don't know what the point of E3 is, but at least the cringe is still there. But I found this year, like, the highlight reels were low, the cringe reels were low. N- nothing super groundbreaking got announced. Yeah. Um, I, I got a few games I want to talk about, and I wrote those down. But I, I'm just curious, like, do you, what's your take on E3 as a thing? I just... I don't even care anymore. For one thing, like, stuff leaks so much now. I get I get video game news to me, like, filtered in a really weird way, because I watch, like, or listen to one video game podcast, and that's it now. And then whatever is my friends are talking about, I learn about, because osmosis is a thing. And so with E3, it's just like, well, all the stuff that I maybe am interested in will eventually get to me, and if I buy the game, like, two months after it comes out, I, I don't care. I'm no longer part of the conversation anymore. So it doesn't matter if I'm late to the party. And so, like, the big thing for me, I guess, was like, oh, there's going to be some new Smash Brothers characters. I play Smash Brothers a lot yet. I wonder who they're going to be. That's cool. It's like, oh, it's Banjo-Kazooie. Well, we all fucking saw that coming. And then it's like, oh, it's a Dragon Quest character. And it's like, oh, I, I don't really care about that, but we'll, you know, I'll buy him anyways just to have him. Oh, wait, really? See, I didn't even hear that. They're putting Dragon Quest in? Yeah, they're putting, like, the generic Dragon Quest man in, but he's got a lot of uh, different costumes thankfully because his original costume's ugly as shit um and he seems cool like his moveset's weird there's a lot of it's a sword fighter with a lot of magic well, but it's like well, we already have robin well see how did i not hear this this ether is such a mess this year dragon he seems to... it's right there okay wow so Pro- my problem with him is he seems too complicated like they showed off a ton oh. of different moves and i'm just like man i don't know if i i hope he's balanced i feel like nintendo has a bad job of, of like they release new characters that are really wildly uh imbalanced for a bit yeah i mean it this is good this is dragon quest deserves to be acknowledged in this i think so is there even dragon quest games on the switch or the yes stuff? Really? yes yes okay i don't know things i don't like jrpgs uh oh uh okay anyways i want master chief on on smash brothers yeah i i think master chief should be there I want Tails. I want uh, Conker. Eh. Actually, well, I don't really no. care much about You know what, though? Fun. Honestly, I think Conker could be a fun addition. But I feel like they wouldn't lean into the Bad Fur Day stuff. And I feel right. like that's what most people like about Conker. Yeah. Even though like he was kind of cutesy in Diddy Kong Racing, and he was cutesy in that one Game Boy game. Fuck Tails. But that's not really what uh, what people think of him. I don't know. Okay, Dragon Quest. Well, that's neat. I'm happy with that. 
Does he have yeah. all co- costumes though? Because this one. If you watch to the end of the trailer, like a bunch of different Dragon Quest guys show up and they look different. And I'm assuming those are the different costumes. No, what I'm looking at really looks like it's uh, because some of these are different heights too. I think these are like his uh final smash, kind of like Mega Man, where all the good Mega Man costumes show up. He better have some alternate costumes because he looks awful. There's an ugly anime character. Which is weird because they don't normally get ugly because they're anime characters. They're all gorgeous and I want to fuck them. Well, that's for the uh, the listener to decide. Thank you for saving that. Uh, I'm looking at this and it's like, ah. Uh, they picked like maybe my least favorite version of Dragon Quest Hero. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so if, if, uh, if we don't get costumes... You know, if I can't pick eight version, I'm gonna be kind of bummed out. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> uh, I'm just like looking through this stuff. It's like, ooh, new Contra game coming to Switch, and I was like, I that's the shooty shoot 'em up game, right? Yeah, you go. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, this looks kind of fun. You can be a panda. Oh man, I know you can be a fucking panda. That's pretty neat. And a lady with a sword. Which is kind of stupid, to be honest, but I like the panda. Yeah, this trailer is really horrible. There's a, there's a lady talking over it, and I'm, I wish her to not talk anymore. I, I don't know if that's a GameSpot thing or if that's if that's the trailer. <laughs> and then Panzer Dragoon's coming to Switch. That's cool. Fly around on a dragon, kill some bad guys. One of those things is, like, a lot of these are remakes. What the fuck? So, yeah, this is, like, the E3 of rehash stuff. And there's... There's two reasons for that. Um, the first reason, I think, is because it's a reliable sell. Because, like, well, we could gamble on a new property. Or everyone likes Final Fantasy VII, so let's just really lean into that. Because yeah. everybody that feels nostalgic about their youth will give us money for that. And we don't have to try as hard. You know, the Final Fantasy VII thing looks kind of cool, though. Okay. I mean, maybe it does. I didn't actually watch any of it. I like the <laughs> idea of it, though. <laughs> See, this is that's exactly why they're making it though. They don't even have to show you anything. It's just what if we made one but it was like it was the thing that you want, but it was even better cuz it's now. You're like, "Yeah, sure, yeah." Mm-hmm. I've never played Final Fantasy 7. I've tried. I never will, but if they release it as a hack and slash thing, I'll be like, "Oh, I'll play one of those." You know what? So it's being made like the the guy, the guy that's working on the combat is the guy that made the Kingdom Hearts 3 combat. Which was, like, what drove me away from that game. Oh, that's too bad. So I'm kind of like, wow, not only do I not like Final Fantasy VII, but they're, like, they're mechanically making it match a game that I was, (laughs) I literally regret spending money on. Sure. From the same company. I can't wait. It looks pretty. I'm watching the trailer now. Yeah, you know, it looks pretty. They're doing a lot of good details. You can see when characters have, like, materia equipped. Like, you can actually see it on them. Like That's there's, neat. there's a lot of neat stuff. They're they're doing a good job. They're doing right by a lot of people. I don't care, Richard. Shut up. <laughs> Hi, Richard. I still love you. I don't. Uh, did you see? So I want to start talking. Did you see anything about Stadia? No, I don't know what that is. Google Stadia. Google Stadia. I can do that. How do you spell it? Stadia. Stadia. Just gonna S T A D I A. Yeah. Hands on, why well, I can't compare them yet, okay? Uh, E3, is this? It's Google's 
a no con- waiting for game downloads. Oh, is it like a streaming thing? Yeah, it's a it's like a console. You have to buy the service. Okay. But it's not like you spend three hundred dollars on a box. You spend, I want to say, like sixty dollars to sign up for the service, and then that allows you to buy games that you stream. You're gonna have a really powerful internet connection, or that's not gonna matter. So I'm watching the E3 presentation about this on Twitch. I had to okay. set Twitch to not only um like a a lower buffer rate because of the lag, but I also had to watch it in 240p because my internet wasn't working well that weekend. Sure. And they're like, "We can we can you can stream 4K images." And I said, like, "Yeah, I bet I could." Some people can. Apparently apparently after like 6 days it's like a terabyte of um or, or like six hours or something. It's like a terabyte of data. That seems like a lot of data. If you're doing it in 4K, um, it is. And it's... Uh, <laughs> you also... You can only do that if you pay the monthly subscription to get the 4K. <laughs> so Sure. If you if you have the money to throw around on um, an internet that can actually do that and they won't you know cap you halfway through, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I have like a lot, what kind of data caps I have with Charter, but I have a feeling if I did that for six hours, they would be calling me. I wonder, like, I, I feel like this thing's going to roll out, and the first month there's going to be a lot of people like having a rough time when reality starts to set in. Yeah. Isn't that mostly E3, though? Like, they try to hype you up, and then like as the year rolls out, reality sets in, and you're just like, oh, it's not actually... Yeah, Ether is basically like a practice in um in artfully lying. Yeah. Where like every trailer is like a pre-rendered CGI thing that isn't actual gameplay and then each thing is like a we listen to you the gamers and we're not going to put in loot boxes in this new game. And it's like, "Well, what are you going to do? Stay tuned for this fall." Yeah. Or uh, then they put in like loot boxes like, "Well, it's only cosmetic. That's what we were talking about. Everyone knows that's what we meant." When we said no loot boxes. So I don't think Stadia is going to work. Probably not. Uh, I'm more excited about the Xbox Game Pass because that's coming to PC. Oh, you're going to have to explain that. I don't. Well, is it just like Games for Windows Live? Or not Games for like uh Like, what's it called on the Xbox? Xbox it's like, Live? It's like Netflix where, like, okay. you could just download last year's Assassin's Creed and play it. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, Stuff like that. And it's like, hey, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the cross-platform thing because I got a, I got a bunch of people that are on Xbox, and I keep saying, Cameron, when are you gonna get an Xbox? And I'm like, I spent a lot of money on a PC. Right. I'd rather play it on my PC. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I watched a little bit more of that trailer for Final Fantasy, and I can dig that one. Yeah, I think I you might enjoy it. It looks like it's being well done. I'm hearing nothing but positive things. I don't I just, know what will uh, eventually happen to prevent me from buying it, because something probably will. But as a trailer, I'm like, oh, I could play that. That looks pretty neat. I, I've i never gotten more than, um, I don't know if you call it the tutorial, but I think I've beat the tutorial like eight times now, and that's really when I lose interest. Sure. Like, I do not care about the story at all. Nothing about any of the characters is compelling. I understand that interesting stuff happens later, but I don't honestly know how anyone makes it that far because the game is so uh i don't know why people cherish it so much Mm -hmm. 
We're eco-terrorists. We're going to blow up the companies because that's the thing. You don't even know what's going on yet because we're expositing it now. I wonder if part of the thing is it's like it was it's a lot of maybe first like big JRPGs for a lot of people. And so they remember it really fondly like everyone remembers Dragon Ball Z really fondly because it was like their first, you know, big kid anime. To some extent, I think you're right. Um, it, it was also like it was well done 3D. Yeah. And it's it's a huge game. You know, I, I do admit that apparently you leave the city at some point. I thought the whole game took place inside the one city, and honestly, that alone is still impressive. Yeah. Uh, now, this first game that comes out, it's only going to be the city. Um, so you never yeah, leave Midgar. But... And see, that's, that's the problem right with it, because Final Fantasy VII is really big, and they're going to have to split this if they're going to into multiple games. And it's taken them how long to get this one out? Because didn't they mention like, doing this a console generation ago? Well, the... There's two things to factor in. One, they completely scrapped the last game because the company working on it wasn't doing a good job. Mm. And two, now that they've set up all the mechanics and they got it feeling right, now it's a matter of just putting in more assets. Okay. So Making assets takes a while, though. It does, but it's but not the same as like programming in all the physics and the the snappy controls and things and... You know, they're also rewriting it a little bit. There's some changes and stuff, because um, I think Sephiroth is in that trailer. He's not in that part of the game at all. Oh. So, somebody was explaining that, they're, like, Cloud's kind of insane, and he's got, like, a little bit of PTSD. And there's a part in the in the early part in the game where he's, like, hallucinating these shadow people that are following him, and it startles him or something. People are guessing that they're just replacing the shadow people with Sephiroth. And it's like, you know, thematically, it actually makes an improvement to the story. Yeah. Without changing the story drastically. Sure, that makes sense. And it's like, you know what? I I mean, it sounds like they're doing it correctly. And I think that's all I can really ask. Besides making it for me. I want something. Give me something. Did you see the new Forza game? No. So it's not a new Forza game, but they have a big DLC thing coming out. Oh, so that's... I mean, I I guess if I liked Forza, that would disappoint me. It's also, um, the disappointment's not over yet, because it's a Lego DLC. Oh, actually, that's kind of cool. Yeah, if you if you like Lego more than Forza. I mean, I like Lego more than Forza, but I don't play Forza, so it's not it's not really trying to, you know, direct it at me. Yeah, see, I don't... Because the other thing is, like, I showed the trailer to my mom, and she's like, Oh, that's, that's really cute, I want to play that. And it's like, I don't think you want to play Forza. The controls are very... Very difficult. And I don't know who this audience is that enjoys Forza and wants Lego put into Forza. They probably exist, I just don't know where. Yeah, I wonder if they're trying to get people who don't buy Forza to buy Forza, and it's like, well, once they buy it, and if they don't like the gameplay, I mean, they already got their money. That could be. Oh my goodness. <laughs> E3's so much fun, I'm yawning. Yay, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Well, the last Wolfenstein I played sucked, so I'm not getting that. Well, this is the this is the same sequel that was announced last year, though. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's the thing you can't even tell because it blurs together so much. Then there's Doom Eternal, which I think was announced a bit ago as well. That was announced last year at E3. Okay. I remember that one. So, I want to talk about Fantasy Star Online 2... Yeah, people are excited about that, and I'm just like, does it have a couch co-op? Because the first Fantasy Star I played did, that was neat. So... On the GameCube? 
This is an MMO that's eight years old now. Uh. Th- this is an MMO literally designed to and still runs on the 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 Vita, the PlayStation Vita. Really? Yes. I hey, want when it- Todd and Aaron have a best Vita game when that comes out, they'll actually have something to say. Yeah, actually. That's cool. Um, I wanted to play this game six years ago, and I'm looking at the website now, and it's like, man, this this game didn't age well. I, I'm done. <laughs> sure. I was you so play excited. all the MMOs. You have to play it. You're MMO man. I mean, it's free to play, so I'm going to try it, but I'm looking oh, it at it, and it's like the the zones are so small, and the... The backgrounds are so like low poly that it doesn't look good, and not in like a stylistic way, like in a this is a PS3 game kind of way. Oh, and it's like oh, I why bother? I it's also I mean it's in free to play state. That's normally like on the downside of its life. I I I don't know. Yeah, that's that is a little a little strange. Okay, here's a good game. Okay. Uh, Darksiders Diablo style spinoff. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That looks fun. That's out of nowhere, and it's kind of like, wait, they someone cares about this property? They're still doing stuff with it. I kind of feel like good. That. Yeah, I I'm hope it's got that. co-op. Like, I because you know it's a dungeon crawler, and it's like you know what's fun with dungeon crawlers is playing them with your pals. I don't know which character I want to be. Like, I, I like I like them all. Like, Fury's pretty cool. Death is cool. I don't think he plays War those characters cool. though. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. I don't think you do. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure part of the trailer, like like Strife was rock walking around and like War was behind him swinging his sword. Okay. And I'm pretty sure. Cause I remember a long time ago, um, after Darksiders Two first came out, they they had talked about doing like a Darksiders game where all the characters are involved and you like can switch between them on the fly or something. Oh, so, so some of those wonder, ideas like, might come into this. Yeah, and, so, and it also makes me wonder where this is going to fit, just um, story-wise. What's well, a prequel? Ah, fuck, they gotta stop doing prequels. Yeah. Um. So talking about the fun of co-op dungeon crawling, uh, did you see Minecraft Diablo? No. So it's funny because it looks like it's functionally a better game. <laughs> oh, really? It actually looks fun. And I've showed it to so many people, and everybody either has a... It, like, it doesn't matter what their issue is. Their first word is, why? Yeah. I, I showed it to people that play Minecraft to this day, and they're like, nah, I'd rather just play Minecraft. And I showed it to people who like Diablo clones, and they're playing Torchlight all the time, and, and it's like, I'm not going to play that. And it's like, oh, I don't know that kids will get into this either. So this is called Minecraft Dungeons? Uh, I thought it was Minecraft something, like Adventure, but maybe it's Dungeons. E3 2019 gameplay reveal. Yeah, okay. Honestly, this, it's kind of impressive what they do with the Minecraft style. Yeah, it's actually adhering to it pretty interestingly. This is going to make bank with the Lego shit. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, oh my god, I can just see the And I love the the lighting and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm looking at some of these screenshots where... Like, these zones look like more interesting versions of Diablo 3 levels. The colors... I really like the color palette on a lot of these, too. And there's a variety of colors. Like, I'm looking at this yeah. one where it's like a sandy temple with greenery and stuff, and it's like, oh, man. This actually looks solid, but also, I'd rather just play Diablo 3 again. I already own it. It looks like it's for children. And, yeah. and it's like, in an objective sense, this is a cool game. They're doing a good job with it. 
Um, but realistically, you know, if I boot that up on Steam too many times, people will call me a pedophile. <laughs> uh, How about zoophiles? Do you like zoophiles? No, I don't like fucking animals. Because we got um, Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah, Animal Crossing's pretty neat. Um, and it got delayed because Nintendo doesn't want to do crunch time. That's that's so that's so pandery. I don't. It is, but also, if it's true, I appreciate it. It's true because it's been true for the past twenty years. I, I <laughs> like this. I don't is, know. This is how they do business. People have been complaining that Zelda games and Mario games don't come out fast enough. And it's like, wait a minute. If we capitalize on what's trending on Twitter right now, we'll get brownie point. Hey, you can spend those brownie points on fictional brownies, Cameron. You can't eat them, or even look or smell at them, but you can pretend they exist. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Anyways, I don't know. I love Animal Crossing, and I'm watching this one, and they punch a tree for resources, and then they craft an axe with durability on it, and I'm like, no, (laughs) stop. Don't don't say those words to me ever again, because they make me not want to play. I mean, I haven't played Animal Crossing since the DS version, so, so it once looks, again, not for me anymore. It looks super cute. You can finally decorate outside, which is all I wanted. Have you seen mm-hmm. the trailer? No. So, it, you're on an island, and the idea is you get a deserted island. And it's all to yourself, and it's there's nothing there besides what grows on an island. Okay. Uh, you craft stuff. So you start making, like, chairs and benches and things, but you can also set them outside, and you can, like, pave pathways, and people will come visit the island, and eventually they'll come live on the island, and it's like you build a, a whole village whoa, 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 out of nothing. Whoa. If I had my own fucking island, I don't want any people coming near it. It's my island. Can you kick them off? I don't know. Um, I'm a hermit ass. I don't even want them to come visit me. I feel like there's nothing else to do if you don't talk to the cute creatures. I just it just is like antithetical to how I want to live my life. I want all this land for me. You you get an island because you don't want to be disturbed, or you're Gelligan and you're stuck on it. Side note: Gelligan's Island's a fucking terrible show. Really? I stupid. I like when there was the a gorilla. I. But only for one episode. <laughs> I don't know why they don't just kill Gelligan. No one would blame him. They could literally, when they got rescued, lie and be like, "Oh, he, he fell overboard and he drowned." And if they stuck to the story, it would be fine, because they've been on that island for like 20 fucking years. And he's so annoying that you would just kill and eat him. Oh, dude, why don't they make a Gilligan's Island movie now, where it's like, it's been 40 years or something? Oh, man. That'd be kind of neat. Like, the gritty reboot of Gilligan's Island, they're all just like, have dementia, and they're just, you know, twitchy. No, I'm not even talking about that, I'm talking more like, did you ever see the Brady Bunch movie? Yeah, the Brady Bunch movies are great. It's really funny how it's like they live in this weird bubble where they're all collectively insane and the rest of the world is normal. Yeah. And it's like, I want Gilligan's Island to finally get rescued, but they still think they're on a TV show. Oh, that would be interesting. Maybe. Maybe it wouldn't be. I like the, I don't know. I like the Beverly Hillbillies movie and no one else likes that, so what do I know? I never saw that one, but I don't think I ever will. Up yours. Unless we, vi- unless you come visit me and you bring it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll get drunk and watch movies with you, man. That'd be awesome. Do you like the Mario Brothers movie? I've never seen it. Do you like Halloween 3, Season of the Witch? I have not seen that either. 
Oh my goodness. I'm going to bring a bunch of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will hate me and you'll kick me out early. No, I'll be fine. I'll buy the whiskey. Um, I got Zelda 2. Did you see Zelda 2? Is that the Link's Awakening thing? No, um, Breath of the Wild 2. Oh yeah, I didn't play the first one. Well, you can play this one because it's on the same exact map and it looks exactly the same. It's really weird to get two Zelda games as close together. Like, I feel like Zelda games are almost... They should be special. They should be really far apart so you're like, man, I'm pining for a Zelda game. Why you keep releasing Wii Sports Nintendo? Why not another Zelda game? And then they do, and you're just like, yes! Yes, my year has been made! Not even just my year, my next three years, because I'm going to play it a bunch. It's great. They're just like, oh, we, we released a really good Zelda game. I guess we'll just do another one. Same assets. Which is technically what normal companies do. I don't know. Do you remember when they came out with Ocarina of Time and it was the best game ever made and then they reused all the assets and like farted one out a year later? Yeah, that was called... Majora's Mask. Yeah, people like that one. Yeah, a lot of people complained that it was reused assets from Ocarina of Time and it was lazy and not as good. And so then they announced Breath of the Wild 2. It's on the same map and the characters are here. They look exactly the same, but we cut Zelda's hair, so it's technically new. And everybody is just, like, jumping on that Nintendo. Uh, going, oh, let me let me suck you first. Allow me the pleasure. I would definitely want to be the first one to suck Nintendo, because I wouldn't trust any of the other motherfuckers to not give me herpes. That's fair. I feel fair. like that would, that would stay on the penis. If you got in line, you want to be first in the line. Did you see the new Star Fox? No, there's a new Star Fox. No. Oh, you got, see, me, like, got my hopes up. Did you see Death Stranding? I I heard people talk about it. I'm which at is the kind point. of like seeing it. I saw one too many trailers, and I made a decision to not watch anymore because I I want I'm at the point where I want to know as little as possible when I go into the game, and I'm yeah. hearing people talk about things that it's like too much information. And like, I guess there's characters with names now, and it's like, no, 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 I don't, I, I just want to know Norman Reedus has a character name, but not know what it is. Sure. I, Kojima's insane. He seems to be. I think he needs limits. Huh. Eh. Um, but reasonable limits. Yeah. And Konami wasn't giving reasonable limits, and they pushed it too far, but they also wanted him to do what he does best and then wanted to not let him do it and it's like okay i get the frustrations here i'm looking at Death stranding and it's like someone needs to tell him when to stop (laughs) and how to run a business and let him let him work as creatively as possible right but every time i see him like tweeting about his vacations around the world it's like dude do not blow all the money before your first game comes out yeah i don't know i haven't played a kojima game before I'm a horrible gamer, and so I don't know why anybody would actually actively want to listen to my thoughts on video games. Like, I made one, but no one bought it, and it's just like, oh, I don't play video games very often. But Elden Ring looks cool, because it's it's the From Software. I like those guys. Isn't that George R.R. Martin's game? Yeah, he's cool. But I really like the trailer. Like, it seems like everything they show in it, everyone's just fucking crazy, and it's got swords and castles and monsters and it's like oh i want it's basically what i what i really like about bloodborne so we can we can fucking roll this i can do this how about star war did you see the star war is a star war yes what's the star war um fallen fallen order 
Star is Wars it a shooter? No, it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Hashtag twenty nineteen Star Wars. Fallen Order, you're correct. That is what it Oh my god, it's a thirteen minute video. I'm not gonna watch this whole video. I'm so indifferent. Oh, it's a third person game. The I story jumped. is a story that I've heard several times in the Star Wars canon, and I'm tired of being told that this is exciting storytelling. What's the story? There's the the Empire the, the Empire killed all the Jedi's. But then here's this this young guy and he, he could be a Jedi, so he has to be in hiding while he trains to be a Jedi. Oh and the, and the Empire is everywhere. I like the idea of it's not a Jedi, it's just like a normal dude that gets a lightsaber, but then he has a gun in his other hand. And they're like, Oh shit, it's a Jedi. He's gonna mind trick us and he just like shoots him. So I like the idea that was the trick. I don't know why George Lucas did this. But when he made the prequels, it's like he took everything that's neat about Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and then just made it a rule that that's how all Jedi are trained. And I don't know why, like, there's no logic that the, that the whole Jedi Order addresses, like, hobos from Tatooine specifically. You know, that's an interesting point you just made. And now retroactively, Obi-Wan's an idiot for going into hiding in his Jedi space police uniform. Uh, it's like there's literally there's an old guy over there dressed like a jedi and he's been watching our family for the last 20 years and the only person that could live out in the wilderness alone is a jedi so just don't talk to him okay i don't think anybody on tatooine knows how to add because otherwise they had to put two and two together Uh, yeah, I'm on fire tonight. So I really don't know. I hate, I don't know. There's so much room for interesting Star Wars stories. There's a lot of cool, like, comics and novels and, like, fan films that are more interesting than the stuff that is, like, being put out sometimes. Yeah. So I'm watching this trailer, and it's like, wait, this is just the retelling Rebels, which is literally in the canon still. And even in Rebels, like, (laughs) that. The, the the Jedi the Jedi guy that's like training the young kid, mm-hmm. um, he hides his lightsaber. Have, have you seen Rebels any? I have not. It's actually a twist that he's a Jedi because for like ten straight se- or ten straight episodes or whatever, it's like you never see him actually have a lightsaber. He's just he's like Han Solo where he has a smuggling crew and they're doing these like these rogue operations and they find out later like yeah we are part of the rebellion but don't tell anybody we're we're trying to get him supplies. And he and he has he's like a really good shot. He's always shooting the stormtroopers out of the air. And there's a part where they get pinned down, and he's like, "Well, I guess there's only one way to get out of this, but there can't be any witnesses." And he and he walks out from undercover, and he's like literally walking towards the blaster fire where stormtroopers are like shooting at him. And in like slow motion, he's just like walking and ignoring the lasers that are missing him. And he That's pulls cool. he pull on his belt. He has these two little canisters. And he pulls them out and screws them together and a lightsaber turns on. And then he kills all the stormtroopers and then hides the lightsaber. Is this and like it's some like, cartoon? Or... Yeah, oh, this no, is the, it's this show. The Disney Channel one. Yeah. I didn't know this was good. It is good. The, John it Luke, starts off, you never told me? It's a little rough to start, but it gets so powerful. <laughs> and, like, there's interesting concepts. Oh, I thought it was on fucking YouTube for free, but they want a dollar ninety nine for every episode. Yikes! Well, I'll have to go to the freaking curse site. I bet it's on there. I know. I know a site that has free cartoons. If you are really careful about not clicking on ads. So if you if you want to actually watch that, I won't spoil anything. 
Nah, I'm probably not gonna watch it. It sounds so, cool though. There's a there's this cool concept where when it becomes obvious that he's a Jedi, the kid's like, "Whoa, wait! You have to train me," and he's kind of like, "Nah, I can't train people. I, I don't know what I'm doing." And so they go on this quest to find the Jedi that are hiding, and it's like each of them have already been killed. And he's kind of like, I, I gotta find you a Jedi Master that can teach you right, because I can't. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this interesting thing where he looks like the father figure, but you kind of realize that he's as like unconfident as the kid is. And they have this mutual, growing, developing story arc. That sounds and, pretty cool. And then he gets his eyes cut out, and he's blind. Oh no! And he becomes like a super Jedi. You didn't see that it's coming. Enlightening experience where he has this like ceremonial mask that like represents Jedi wisdom and stuff. Cameron, and be- only the Sith have a lightning things. experience. Stop it! I can't help it. I'm broken. Um, and then Ahsoka shows up, and she helps him. Like we'll fight the Empire, and then she got too She's close to Darth Ahsoka. Vader and realized who Darth Vader is, and she had a panic attack and like passed out in her spaceship. And then later, she actually, like, fights Darth Vader, and it's very sad and, and dramatic. And so, it's a good scene. Because it's, like... I mean, you know it's Darth Vader, and you know where the story goes. But it's, like, there's a moment where she almost reaches them, and you're just like, come on! <laughs> Anakin, you're still in there. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Darth Maul shows up. Did I show you Darth Maul? Doesn't he have, like, robot legs? Like, a spider? Yeah, so he, <laughs> Darth Maul has an interesting role where he volunteers to teach the boy because he knows how to use the Force. So it's like, well, that checks out. We were looking for someone that can use the Force. So it's like, you know who Darth Maul is, but no one else knows he's evil. Oh, and it's I feel like, like the red and black face paint kind of give it away. Well, that's very racist of you. I, I know it's a bit racist of me, but he's... He looks like a devil. Wow. He's got spikes coming out of his face. Ah. Like, they designed him on purpose to make him look evil. No, they designed him on purpose to sell merch. But kids like evil things because children are evil. Yeah. We should give them poison Kool-Aid. Yay. It'll, It'll taste good. They won't know the difference. So for a while, Darth Maul's actually training him. And it's like... It's scary because it's like, wait, now is he going to fall to the dark side because he's being misguided? And it's very tense. And it's it's just, it's well done in a way that it's like, I'm glad that they're, they're telling good Star Wars stories because I'm going to watch The Last Jedi and poke holes in the plot holes there. And go when like, Darth, I don't, I don't like Darth that. When Darth Maul goes shopping, he goes to the Darth Maul. Why, why isn't Rey in the kitchen cooking where she belongs? I like how we're both making stupid jokes over each other. Want to talk about E3 a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, we can keep talking about E3. What else is there to talk about about the old E3? So this is the best like E3 news that came out of it. We're finally getting Final Fantasy VIII, you guys. But we had that one a long time ago, because we're yeah, on like 15 the last, or whatever. The last three times they re-released HD versions of Final Fantasy games, they kind of skipped over eight for some reason. So it's finally coming out again, guys. That's cool. They're also changing the gameplay so it's easier. Oh. Y- yay. That's what I want is the experience I loved growing up, but also easier. I mean, I only got so much time, right? Like, easier is not, not like, 
the worst thing in the world anymore for me. I am happy for one new game, though. We're talking about, like, all the rehashes and stuff coming out. Um, so I'm happy to see a new game is called Astral Chain. Ooh, that sounds cool. You're you're the police. Oh, the popo. But, but he, the twist is you're also the good guys. Oh, shit. Um, and you have, like, Pokemon demons, and it's the sci-fi robots. Oh, and, fuck, and this is also on Nintendo. And it's also delaying Bayonetta 3. Sorry, Richard, I'm going to play my police game while you cry about it. All right, we can play Final s- Fantasy VIII together. Come on, YouTube, don't fail me now. Alrighty, let's get... Is there any gameplay in this trailer? Jesus Christ. There we go. That guy's got a sword. Oh, he's got a chain. Oh, man, I bet that's the astral chain. Dude, you got it. Title. That's oh, it, I'm so man. excited. Ow! It looks kind of... It looks very... It's colorful. It's fun. These guys know how to make games. Is this... Who's making this? Who are the guys that made Bayonetta? Uh, Platinum. Platinum. Platinum are great. Platinum game, I do. Yeah, this will be good. Platinum don't really do wrong. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> when did they do a wrong? Avatar, The Last Airbender. I did not know they made an Avatar game. No one did. They hit it very well. <laughs> How about Disney Infinity? I didn't know they did a Disney game. They they So Disney Infinity came out. Toys to Life thing. Toys are cute. The game's a little weak. Disney Infinity 2 comes out, and they reach out to better game devs. So they went to the Dagum Forza guys and said, will you help our kart racing element? And they went to Platinum and said, hey, will you help us with the combat? And then Platinum actually did the like the snappy combat with combos and stuff. And it was like, oh, this improved it. Nobody bought the game because it was a toy thing, but oh. they, they made the game fun. That's good. Okay, I, I'm a little weirded out by this where like, he can summon a lady from his sword, but he's got like a chain on her the whole time. Yeah, it's hot, dude. And it's a little kinky. Yeah, but in a way, was, I guess that's kind of on brand for them. They did do Bayonetta. Yeah, compared to Bayonetta, this is so, it's so tame. Oh, so, freaking Halo Infinite. We're getting more Halo. Yeah, alright, whatever. That's cool, I like the Halos. Well, I hope they don't fuck the multiplayer up with this, this one I want. I mean, the last two were kind of bad, so... Halo 4 was great, Halo 5 was not great. Oh, actually, I want to talk about the new Xbox. Did you Did you hear about the new Xbox? I, um, it's gonna be like the old one, but with more storage. It's no, um, there's no name for it yet. It's still in the codename phase. And I think okay. that's why we didn't see a whole lot of new stuff this year, because the new stuff's gonna get announced with the consoles next year. Sure. Oh, so it's actually gonna be like Xbox 4. Yeah. But it's kind of weird, because no one knows what it actually is, because we're just hearing these, like, poorly contextualized estimates of how cool it is. Because I guess there's a quote of like one of the Microsoft people saying, like, we're getting frames per second that we've never reached before. And then someone else said, yeah, we're getting frames a second up to 120. And it's like, well, 120 is kind of, you can do that on PC with a lot of games. <laughs> it's not... I don't even, at a certain point, you can't even tell the difference, really. Like, your eyes can only register so much. Yeah, at a, actually around the 60 mark. So it really, like, like ooh, we get 120 frames per second. It's like, I don't give a shit at there's... all. You, you could tell somebody that it's uh, 500 frames per second. They won't tell. Mm-hmm. Is it your puppy? Yeah, he's playing in the pool. Aww. Oh, oh, did you hear the big Pokemon news? Yeah, there's Sword and Shield. No, the bad news. Oh, what's the bad news? Not all the Pokemon are in it. You know, we, I think we've gotten to a point where that makes sense, because there's just a lot of fucking Pokemon. 
Yeah, it makes sense until my favorite Pokemon isn't it. Which one's your favorite? And which way is it? Uh, is it left out? I, they won't tell us what's left out. Oh, which is also kind of scary because now people that's are wondering. That's Trubbish. Like, it, well, that's the thing. If I can't import Trubbish, I'm not going to play the game. I don't know I, why you like Trubbish. He's cute. I love he's him. Literal garbage. I love trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so alone. I think my neighbor's kids are bouncing a ball upstairs, and I wish, I wish just all of the pain and misery on him. That's that's an extreme take for children playing with a ball. I they have no concept that we live below them. Well, you know it's your fault for um doing that. I guess. I I I can't take it anymore, Cameron. So did you have fun at E three this year, Chad? Yeah, we're really glad. I, actually, Alex on the comics podcast wins, so we'll probably be doing an E three show tomorrow too. Ask him what Keanu Reeves really smells like. Oh yeah, I wonder if we got to meet Keanu Reeves. Pretty cool. I want I want Link's Awakening. I really I really am excited for that. I will probably buy that. Did you that. see the Link's Awakening amiibo? No, I did not. I heard you can pre-order it now. I looked at it and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I scrolled past it. Link's Awakening amiibo. What's it look like? Oh, it's this little fucking cutie pie. I like that. That's a little. That'll probably be like a hundred dollars on eBay, and I'm I can't be fucked. No, it's gonna it's gonna warm shelves. Best oh wow, buy. the Dark Samus amiibo is really cool. I pre-ordered one of those. Not not Dark Samus. Who is the other one that's coming out? Ivysaur. Oh yeah, you mentioned Ivysaur. I need to look. I, got, I never <laughs> look at that one either. I got Piranha Plant. Oh no! I just realized this means we're gonna get Banjo. I can get a Banjo Kazooie amiibo. Ah! Oh, the Ivysaur ah! one's pretty. Oh, there's a Squirtle one too. Ah! Oh, I like the Pokemon trainer. Does he come with all two? Wait, wait, there's no Charizard. No, Charizard came out with Brawl. Or, oh. no, four. I, I don't pay attention to a lot of things <laughs> I talk about. I am literally everything wrong with the internet. But I can admit it, so it's fine. The Dark Samus one is really good. That is a good sculpt. Yeah, actually, and it captures the character really well. Yeah. I'm looking at all the amiibos on my, my desk here. And I kind of realized, you know what? I like amiibos. Amiibos are pretty cool little figures. They're 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 well done for their price. I don't even know what they do in the game anymore. I just collect statues. That's fair. I, I forgot. Two. I think uh, so. I want to say there's two slots for DLC characters left. Right? Um, I think so. I feel like they can I'll, move shit around and change some sizes and be okay. I want to try. I want. I want Master Chief and I want Crash Bandicoot. That would be cool. I would. I would. I would be happy with both if, of those. If we're talking about third party, like <clears throat> celebrate video gaming as a whole, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If we're talking Nintendo character, um, I think Spyro would be a good one. That's not a Nintendo character. I know, but I'm you know I'm I'm a couple of seconds behind because I'm looking at Amiibos. Um, ukulele then Shovel Knight. Oh, did you see the new ukulele game? I thought people didn't like that game. Nope. So let's get Bubsy and Smash. I don't care anymore. Yeah. That new Bubsy game came out. How was it? Oh, it's really bad. Oh. They took everything that worked with the last game and threw it out the window and kept all the bad elements up. Do they make a Robin amiibo, but as a girl? I always yes. play the lady skin. Yes, they did. That one sold oh. out, and there's a bunch of male... There's like 20 male Robins at my Best Buy right now, and I point and laugh every time I walk by. Man, I don't want the male Robin. You wouldn't. I mean, 
He, he kind of looks like a girl as male anyways, because he's an anime character with pretty eyes. Chad, you're so heteronormative, it disgusts me. I, I like to just pretend. Well, okay, let's do something less normative. Let's go to Glad Space Time by looking up E621 and typing in Star Wars. <laughs> we can do that. Oh, we need to talk about how we went to E621 and typed in 9-11. <laughs> you tell that story, I'll find a good one. Sure. Okay, everybody. Me and Cameron... We're t- what were, I don't even remember what we were talking about yesterday. We were but not something... talking about 9-11. That's what no, makes you laugh. You said something and it made me think of tragedy, and I was like, what is a really good tragedy that happened in my lifetime? 9-11. That was like the best tragedy I lived through. So I went to E621, our old furry porn website friend, and typed that in. And there's only a page of stuff, which is a shame. But the stuff that's there is really funny. My favorite one is a is a picture of a pilot fucking another pilot in the butt, and then they photoshopped it so the plane is right outside the twin towers. <laughs> and it's it's just pretty silly. And also, there's one where there's a giant like alien lady, and she's just like destroying the twin towers with her giant penis. She's just she's just fucking them apart. Okay, I found I found the first result for Star Wars. Okay, I sent that to you. I am eagerly opening... Ooh, it's a C-3PO golden lady. Little hearts on her tits. No, it's Dot Matrix from Spaceballs. Oh. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Okay. (laughs) You don't even appreciate the humor. (laughs) I don't. I've never seen Spaceballs. Okay. Dot Matrix. I love Dot Matrix. I love Spaceballs. I don't care what people... The internet's, like, decided that they don't like Spaceballs anymore. And it's like, I'm going to laugh at comedies. I don't care what you say. You can go not enjoy comedies if you want to, but I'm going to keep... That's what I say, internet. Take that! Do you have an actual Glad Space, Chad? It's totally not this picture of Spike with two dicks, and he's poking at him with a plane. Your your furry 9-11 store is touching a, a real Glad Space. I, um... Do I? I don't know if I do. I, uh... I'm still reading Moby Dick, and it still makes me really happy. I'm getting near the end of it, and it's getting really good. Ahab's kind of returned as the focus of the old story. I like Ahab a lot. <clears throat> Someone's like, hey, Ahab, we got our, our oil's leaking out of the ship. We need to go and, and get that fixed right away, or we're going to lose all our money. And he's like, no. I'm like, well, we got to do it. And he pulled out a gun. He's like, no, we have to go find the white whale, or I will kill you. And everyone's like, Jesus Christ, Ahab, you're kind of crazy. And it's like, guys, you don't you just figure this out now. I feel like the writing was on the wall when you got on the ship and it was covered in whale bones. <laughs> this is not a sane man. You should you should play Metal Gear Solid V. Is it about why should I why should I do that? Isn't that game like a hundred hours long? Yeah, it's about um, it's about that book. Oh, you know the one. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. That's uh, yeah the first. The first line, <laughs> the first line in the game is just call me Ishmael, and then a giant whale destroys the hospital that you're escaping, and there's some other like very heavy-handed metaphors that don't pan out that res- relate to to Captain Ahab. So that's cool. Well, you appreciate it, I and mean, now you're gonna. I miss bet I out. would. Well, I'm not gonna play a hundred-hour game. I don't fucking have a hundred hours. Well, it's not a hundred hours, Chad. It's a long game. No, it's not. The whole, the last two chapters got cut, and they released it like unfinished. <laughs> now you're really selling me on it. 
<laughs> no, the game's really short. It doesn't end. Like, oh, okay. It ends very abruptly and unsatisfactorily. <laughs> the whale never comes back. Aww. Oh, I love What's Quiet, you? and she has an interesting story, and then they kind of ruin her by making her, like... Lick. She breathes through her skin. It, it's so... She's a frog. <laughs> <laughs> the The duel with her is really interesting, and her as an ally is really interesting. But it's really funny because it's actually more effective to uh, the dog or the horse over her. I'd heard and that, that the dog is really <laughs> good to have. The dog is great. You can actually upgrade the dog. Like it, It's a stealth animal. It'll sniff out and alert you. It senses people nearby. And that includes like around corner walls, whereas Quiet only has like line of sight. Okay. But on top of that, you can level up the dog and actually like train it to do stealth kills. Have you seen that? Um, probably when it came out. This is a couple years ago. You you literally give it a little like combat vest, so it dresses up like Snake. Oh, that's and cute. You, and you like creep up, and you see a guy around the corner, and you and you point and goes, you know, sick him. And the dog literally like stops in its tracks, and it turns its head back and pulls a combat knife out of its thing, and like runs up and uses the combat knife to slit the guy's throat. Really, I got it's gotta... the it's the cutest thing. <laughs> the animation is so great. Metal Gear Solid 5, dog knife into YouTube. It's not 5, it's V. It's 5, Cameron, no, that's what the V is. No, it's not. Did you notice that all the Metal Gear games have uh, um, the numbers? And oh, he does the... have a knife! Roman numerals? Yeah, not the Roman numerals. No, maybe. So they're numbers. Uh -huh. And Kojima always said he's only going to use the numbers, he won't use the Roman numerals. And then Metal Gear Ground Zeroes comes out. And Zeroes is spelled out. It's not a zero. Hmm. So it's like, well, what's up with this? And then it ends with you in a helicopter crash. You explode. You almost die in a helicopter crash. And then Metal Gear Solid V, you wake up in a hospital and they had and like you've been in a coma and stuff. But yeah, you gotta get back to it. And the whole twist is by the end, you're not actually big boss. You were um, you're brainwashed to think you are while well, he's off recovering in safety, and you're a decoy that was designed to get killed. I thought you played a snake. You don't. That's the twist. Oh. And that's when you become um, you become a venom snake, and that's what the V stands for. Huh. Because Kojima's brilliant, and plebeians like you don't deserve to play Ground Zeroes or Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I will accept that criticism. I won't. I take it back. I love you, Chad. Oh, it's, uh, no, it's okay. Don't be upset. I will say, though, Hodio Kojibo is my glad space. Okay. Because he's, a, a, good he's glad a nut, space. and he collects Lego, and he'll tweet about his Lego sets he's working on, and it's like, ha, <laughs> you should be working on your game. Doesn't he do Mega64 stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, he loves Mega64. He literally, <laughs> he, had, he, had, he commissioned Mega64 to make an announcement for him like more than once but the best one was uh there was a, a metal gear solid 3 on um on like the vita or no it was like the psp i don't remember oh man was... the psp remember that thing but the, the idea was you could play it on the console but then you could transfer your save file to the portable system and it would pick up where you left off yeah so kojima came up with this thing and he called it transferring 
because it's like transferring, but it lets you go far. Yeah, I remember that. And he had Mega 64 do the trailer that announces this. I thought Mega 64 came up with that word because it was the stupidest word ever, and it sounds like their sense of humor. Yo. But then when I bought that copy of the game on the back, it says transferring. I like, I, <laughs> my hat flew off. I was like, wait, did they put the Mega 64 joke on here? And it's like, oh no, Kojima just really liked making up that word. <laughs> I'll say anybody who likes Mega 64 is probably a pretty good dude. Probably. So, uh, I, yeah, you had a good glad space. That was a good one trick camera. I was... did, did I ever tell you when I met Hideo Kojima? No, I didn't know you met Hideo Kojima. So, um, I bought a, I bought a Big Boss action figure at um, at Comic-Con at the Square Enix So, wait, Solid Snake is Big Boss? No. But I thought you played a Solid Snake and you said, no, that's no, the solid... twist. <laughs> Who the fuck is Snake. Big Boss? Solid... Okay, so, during the Cold War, there oh, was a fuck. super soldier known as... There was a super soldier known as Naked Snake. Okay. He was trained by America's most powerful soldier, the boss. Um, she, in this very complicated way, um, defected from the U.S., but also set up her protege to kind of take over. And this was her way out of the system. Okay. So he had to kill the boss, and he became Big Boss. But he was so frustrated with the system that she was trying to get away from that he defected and, and founded an independent military. The, it was an army without borders. And the idea was, if any military gets too powerful, we'll be there to counter it without jeopardizing the safety of a country. Huh. So that was considered terrorism, and it scared a lot of people. I was going to say that sounds like terrorism. Yeah. So there was a very complicated uh, surgical attack and it wiped out most of Big Boss's forces and almost killed him. That's what Ground Zeroes is about. Okay. Now, Metal Gear Solid V is about Venom Snake and how he put together this huge military force and became this like literally you literally get nukes like you're a you're a global threat. You're so powerful. So is like Snake kind of like a military title like 007 or 005 or whatever? Like they're to to a certain extent. Okay. This is where the the um the prequels stop because the very first Metal Gear game was on like the Game Boy and you fight um I think you fight Big Boss is the end boss of the game and then later you fight Venom Snake because they decided to kind of do a remake of it but give the characters more names so it's like okay Solid Snake you have to fight Venom Snake and then later they're like well wait didn't we kill Venom Snake in the last game it's like uh I don't know and they didn't address it so in this 20-year-long con, Kojima was able to retcon the fact that there's two big bosses because one of them is a brainwashed super soldier. Oh. Then I know there's Liquid so, Snake in one of them, too. So in Metal Gear Solid 1, you play as Solid Snake, who is later revealed a clone of Big Boss. And you were... It, did you ever see the movie Twins? See, now you're starting to lose me. Now it sounds a little silly, Cameron. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Twin? No. Do you know what that movie's about? I have no idea. So Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are oh, twins. I want to see this now. What? <laughs> really? And it was it was a government test tube baby program where they basically got like the DNA of one person. And they're like, what if we put all the worst genes into one person and all the best genes into the right person? And then we'll have one really cool guy. 
And so that's what happened in Metal Gear Solid is Solid Snake and Liquid Snake are both twins of Big Boss. And the idea was there's a superior one and an infant. And the superior one will actually be like the best soldier we've ever had. Solid Snake is the inferior, but they told them that he was the superior one. And they told Liquid Snake that he was the inferior. And that frustrated him so much that he became a terrorist and threatened to destroy the world out of anger. Even though he was actually superior, he gets bested. I feel like that was maybe an extreme response to basically just being insulted. Well, I'm I'm literally I, I'm I'm condensing so much garbage and and anime plot lines into a short summation. I can only tell you that in the sequence that the games are released, it makes a little more contextual uh, logic. Okay. Ugh. So then, well, Liquid okay, Snake's arm gets cut going. off. Oh, okay. And then also, Revolver Ocelot's arm gets cut off. So Revolver Ocelot is like, I'll put on Liquid's arm. And then Liquid's arm is so powerful that it overtakes Revolver Ocelot's body. And then he, he goes on this rant about how in the future, with the internet, um, the the whole thing is going to be crazy. It's like the news won't even matter, and it's just social media. And like tweets and memes will be what determine the course of reality. It won't be facts or information. And Snake's like, you've gone insane, and you fight him. But then like as the years pass after these games have come out, it's like, oh no... <laughs> Liquid Snake's arm was right. <laughs> when he jerked off, do you think he used that arm or the other arm? Oh, he used that arm. Good. I think I think that might have actually been a scene in one of the games. I'm not... Oh. I, I might be thinking of a different one. There's a couple times where arms are used for things. It's a good series. You should play them all in sequential order. When you get all that like time. I, I shouldn't be alive anymore because I'm just revolting. That too. I make the world worse, and people listen to this. Well, like, four people do. But they all have to think less of me now, so... <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> I know, this is so bad. So, this is, like, the worst episode we've ever done. If you're one of our four listeners, be sure to cheap at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you're Richard, I don't even care anymore. I'm gonna stop checking the inbox. I give up. Richard, please write in. I want to know your opinions about things. Actually, yeah, Richard, you've been homesick like all week, so you watched all of E3. You should write in with your E3 takes, and we'll read them next week on the show. They can't be any worse than ours. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> Actually, Richard, you have homework. You have to come up with worse E3 takes than ours, and we'll read them on the show. You're cracking. That'll be good. Yeah. Crack a cold one with the boys. If you don't have any, get some pictures and call them the boys. I hate that. I'm so <laughs> over that. I don't even hear it much anymore, unless it's used ironically. I hate it so much. Well, good. So, well, this has been our annual E3 Spooktacular. This is Count Cameron. And I'm the Frank and Chad monster, whatever you fucking said earlier. No, that's right. You did it. Oh, good. I was trying to set you up to embarrass yourself, but you actually remembered it, so. I wish I had gotten drunk tonight, because I would have had an excuse. I got drunk, and I only regret it. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to turn that off now. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. I love you. Be sure to bring your
certificate if you decide to join us. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. 